Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a good holiday. If you had a holiday weekend, you had a good one. Um, It was Passover and Easter. I'm recording this on Friday, which is actually the first night of Passover. I'm going over to my family's tomorrow on Saturday to celebrate the second night of Passover. And then uh, we're coming back to the city on Sunday to celebrate Easter. So yeah, I'll, I'll let you all know how that goes in the next episode. But should be fun. I'm excited and I hope you all had had a good time, had a good weekend. Even if you weren't celebrating any holidays, probably it was even better maybe. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this week's episode. I have one of my dear friends from college coming on, Quincy. She also got a BFA in musical theater with me and um, she is killing the game. She's a triple threat and she has an agent. She's going to talk all about her journey living in New York. Um, she moved here much more recently than Emmy. Um, she moved here around when I did. So that's fun. And she's from Oklahoma. So that's a fun, new, fresh perspective. So yeah. Um, but before that, we will obviously do the catch up chat with Nat. I already started telling you about what I'm doing this coming weekend, but I will tell you about what I've done since the last episode. And last episode, I had COVID, so that sucked. Um, But since then, since I tested negative, I've been go, 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 um, as always, which maybe was the downfall. I, like, I'm a little stuffy right now. I'm not sure if it's allergies or what, but that's unfortunate. It's not COVID, we know, so that's nice. Um, But, yeah, anyway, I went to a singing workshop that was, um, like, Sondheim-themed, and... um, yeah, it was really fun. I sang On the Steps of the Palace from Into the Woods, and it went really well. They thought I did a great job and gave me a couple tips, mostly just to have more diction, which if the head of my theater program were listening now, she'd be like, Natalie, I feel like that's the main thing she always told us was diction, so I'm sorry, um, but it's better now, so that's good. And yeah, honestly, I'm not really sure what else they said. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more, but I mean, I'll listen. I'll take any feedback, and you know, it's not like I had to pay for it, so that's always great. And I met some cool new people, which we love. Um, what else did I do? I saw Sid perform in a cabaret, which was really fun. And it was the teacher, who I'm still seeing, his birthday. Um, so we got drinks. I met some of their friends, which was good. They met some of my friends, and that went well, which we love. It was, yeah, it was fun. It had like a slide when you get to the, it was like a, it was like a bar slash club with like games inside. Like there was like big Jenga and ping pong and like, um, all these fun things. So that was a fun night. The drinks were pretty expensive, but that's okay. Obviously I had to buy one for the birthday girl and myself and one of my other friends. Um, it was a good 60 bucks. I was like, cool, cool. Um, but that's okay. You know, that's what we get for going out in New York city on a Saturday night. And, um, we did pregame a lot of my place before, so we were, we were fine, but yeah. And then of course we got some free drinks from people, which we love. Um, I went to a baseball game, which was really fun. That was Sydney. Um, she got us, she hooked us up with some tickets cause her cousin is on the team. Um, which is cool. But yeah, it was really fun. We went to um, Philadelphia, which was super fun. A little day trip. We took the bus. And yeah, it was a successful day. We were pretty cold the whole time, honestly, which is funny. We kept joking, saying, I'm sweating, Um, trying to like manifest that we were sweating and speak it into the universe so we would feel um, warmer. And (laughs) I don't know if it really worked, but maybe. Um, But anyway, now it's a silly joke that you guys know about. So if you're ever with us and you hear us say, I'm sweating when it's freezing, you know why. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. I really love baseball, honestly. It's like maybe my favorite sport to watch like in person. One, because it's just like so easy to follow, which is nice. Two, because it's outdoors normally during good weather. So normally it's like really nice out. This was obviously like the opening weekend of the MLB. So like it was a little chillier than it will be the rest of the season. Um, but also it's just really fun because it's like so chill. Like you can get up to pee at any time and get a beer, just like chill in the sun and like 
yeah, I don't know. It's just like good vibes. I love how chill it is. Uh, yeah, so I've been I've been doing lots of fun things. I um, started my newer work schedule for real this week with Equinox. Um, I worked quite a long day yesterday. I worked from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., but I'm getting a good amount of breaks um, or a decent amount of breaks, which is good. I don't, I'm not working 13 hours straight. That would be insane. But yeah, I survived. It was fine. I was training someone for the first um, half of the shift. So that like made it go by faster because I had company and she was super cool and nice. The girl I was training. I might actually have her on the podcast sometime because she's a model, which is fun. Um, but yeah, that was good. And then the second half was fine. Uh, the teacher came during my break and we walked around. It was really nice out. This was on Thursday. It was like literally 80 degrees in New York City. Yeah, so we walked around a park, which was super nice, and just walked around the area I work in. Um, and yeah, they gave me cupcakes, which was super nice. Um, baked by Melissa, those mini ones. That's why cupcakes plural. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. I survived. I think my back kind of hurts. It took a toll on my body working that shift. You're supposed to stand the whole time and yeah um so that's not good but it's okay I only have to do it like five or six more times until I leave for the summer so we'll survive we'll survive and I also um that reminded me I want to mention the subway shooter incident that was in Brooklyn this week yeah that was really scary luckily um I'm okay and all my friends and family are okay but a lot of people aren't and something like that happening in New York is just, you know, it's so terrifying and it's so sad and uh, yeah, it just, it sucks. Like the subways have been so unsafe lately and like this just really was like a cherry on top. Like I remember I didn't want to take the subway back home from work that day because they hadn't even caught the guy yet. And, but then it's also like, well, anyone, like there could be a million other crazy people like doing things like that. So it's just scary. Um, I walked a lot and like Ubered and whatever. Um, so, so yeah, that's a little, um, no, it's, it's really scary. And, um, I just want to validate your feelings if you're in New York and you're scared and I hope, um, all of you are okay. Um, reach out to me if you need someone to talk to, but I have been on the subway since they caught him. Um, thank God they caught him and yeah, it's okay. You know, like it's just sucks because like, there's not really another many other great options to get around in the city like you know it's hard to have a car and it's expensive to uber and also it takes time like driving takes so much longer than the subway like I work all the way downtown like sometimes I'm going all the way from up where I live to like the like the top of Manhattan to the bottom and like that takes hours in a car but if you're at an express subway like it takes like half the time um maybe even less so yeah, that, um, it sucks, but yeah, you just gotta keep going, I guess, that's, like, New York, I don't know, it sucks, like, I don't really know what the solution is, I don't really think it's more cops, because they already did that, um, they just, like, have to help these people, I don't know, um, anyway, so that's, that's that on that, um, and yeah, but like I said, the weather's been really nice, so that's good. Like, if I could walk more places, I would. I really try to. I walked a lot this week. I walked probably to Central Park um, three or four times this week um, for my apartment. Today I went. Um, it was nice out. I walked to Central Park, and I brought my new, like, picnic blanket I bought and um, laid it down and finished a book, which was Daisy Joan and the Six. Um, I can talk about that now. It was, um, it was really good book. It's, it's, I've been hearing about it for a long time. I want to look quickly when it came out. I'm Googling it even though I could. Wait, it's a television miniseries? Upcoming Amazon Prime video streaming. Oh, hmm. Well, it's, um, wow, tea. That's so fun. Oh my god. Well, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> um Wow. Oh, this came out in 2019. Sorry, I'm all over the place. This came out in 2019, I just found. And yeah, it's by the Taylor Jenkins Reed, who's the same author who wrote 
um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is probably my favorite book. Um, that's the book I read at the beginning of this year that really got me into reading again. Um, so this is, I think, my first time reading another one of her books. I'm going to um, read Malibu Rising, or actually I got the the audible of it to listen to while I'm driving this summer. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, um, I guess this is like the content catch up now. Um, yeah, Daisy Jones and the Six. Daisy Jones and the Six. It was a really good book. Um, I'm not like the first to say this. It's like pretty well reviewed and I've had friends recommend it. Um, my old college roommate, Emily, like recommended it to me as well as others. Yeah, it's cool. It's about like this... Uh, I, I'm done with the whole thing. Um, went through it in like a couple weeks. And yeah, it's about this old like rock band in like the 60s or 70s and kind of their their world intertwining with this girl Daisy Jones and then they collaborate and um, kind of just all of their lives, all the lives of the members of the band, but it specifically focuses on these two main people, Daisy Jones and Billy Dunn. And yeah, it's just it's just really interesting. It's it's like told through interviews of all the band members and their loved ones and whatever, um, and just like Rolling Stone, like random other anecdotes come up throughout the book. And then towards the end of the book, there's kind of a plot twist of um, who like the you know narrator author is of the book um, is you know somehow connected to to the people that they're writing about. So I don't want to spoil that, but. Yeah, it was really good. I'm, you know, really interested in the music industry. Um, so that's like fun to hear about. And it's funny now that I'm talking about it, I guess like my grandpa worked in this industry around this time. So that's like kind of cool um, to think about. And yeah, I guess they're making a series of it on Amazon. So I'm excited for that. Uh, they also are making like a movie of Evelyn Hugo, or I think it's a movie. Um, so Anyway, maybe read both of those before before they come out. Yeah, so I would recommend. And I finished Inventing Anna. <laughs> uh, you'll hear in the podcast with Quincy, I recorded before this. Um, I still had just a half hour left, but I have finished now. And it was, it was good. It was a good ending. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to do a season two. I could see it going either way. Like, probably not, I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, nothing nothing huge to say about the ending. Like, I don't want to spoil anything. I also just started like <laughs> the pilots of two shows and I haven't finished the pilot even for either, but, uh, the great on Hulu, which I really like. Um, I guess I forgot to mention this. My friend, my college friend, Becca was visiting this weekend and, um, she's super cool. She's like a model photographer. Um, she, was a dancer in school. She um, lives in Texas and she was actually staying with me for like quite a while while she was here. And she recommended The Great. So we started watching the first episode together because um, she's already seen it all, but she was just rewatching it with me. And yeah, it was really good. I, um, it's, I, who's it about? It's like Alexander the Great's like wife. So I don't know. It was cool. It was a cool premise. And, um, but, we got distracted and didn't finish it, but I really want to. It was cool. It was like a uh, Downton Abbey, but comedic, probably. Um, I've never watched Downton Abbey or any of those shows, but that's what she said, and I understand that. And then also we crash the show about um, we work um, with uh, Anne Hathaway and what's his name? Jared Leto. Oh, I'm sorry. It's We Crashed. We crashed um, with Anne, Hath Anne Hathaway and Jared Leno, and yeah, it's it was good so far. Um, it was pretty like intense, um, and their relationship doesn't seem the healthiest. And I heard it doesn't get much better, but we'll see. Um, I again didn't like fully watch it. I had some friends over for the pregame before Serena's, and um, I guess pre the pregame, some of us were watching it. Um, and yeah, so I didn't get to finish that either, but um, we'll see. Like I said, I mean, I got through a whole book, <laughs> so I wasn't like watching as much TV, but yeah, that's the content update. And yeah, um, I already said pretty much dating life update. Everything's good with the teacher um, or, you know, still still going strong. So yeah, I'll, I'll update you more on that when there's more to update on that. 
And oh, coming up um, this week, I'm going to St. Louis, woohoo, to see my best friend Allie. She's she lives there, and I've never visited her there. Um, she's from high school and from my town, so like I see her, and I was in Florida with her and whatever. But um, yeah, I haven't seen her in St. Louis or been to St. Louis ever, so. I'm excited for that, and I'm actually going to get a voice lesson while I'm there because my voice teacher lives there, so I could see her. Normally, we do Zoom or she comes to the city, so um, yeah, I'm excited to let you all know how that goes, but I've been rambling again, and we need to hear, get this episode going. Here's Quincy. Um, she's the best. I'm really excited for you to hear our little convo, and I hope you learn and enjoy, and remember to rate five stars and subscribe and all the things and here's Quincy all right and here we are with Quincy say hi hey oh my gosh (laughs) so excited to have you on Quincy is the best we've known each other for how long five years five years yeah Yeah. or like almost five years yeah Yeah. right so crazy crazy yeah we met freshman year of college good old Utah yes went through all of all of school together it's like so funny like your class in the musical theater BFA is like a family or like yeah specifically our class was so close and still is really close yeah yeah so it's really nice it's kind of fun a lot of us are making our way to New York but Quincy and I are like two of the first maybe the two first I don't know to to be here or around uh, from our class from our class yeah some definitely some of the first from our class to be here so She's been here a hot minute. How long How long have you been here? When did you so move? So I was in Jersey in from May yeah. to August, and then I moved yeah. to the city uh, very beginning of August. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so it's been a, a minute. Coming up on a year. Yeah. It's fairly soon. Closer to a year than less. It's going to blow my mind. It's crazy. I know. So crazy. So... You live on the Upper East Side. Yes. How do we XOXO. like that? Give us, give us the I tea. honestly love it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people our age say that <laughs> no people our age live there, but if you know the right places to go, it's yeah. just not true. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's true either. It's just like quiet and chill yeah. and like I live right by the queue. It's so convenient. That is nice. Um, yeah. It's... It's good vibes up there. I I really don't have any complaints. I live just a few blocks from the park, which is so nice. Like, I love going to the park on my days off and just, like, laying in the grass, petting some dogs. It's just, yeah, it's really nice up there, and it's easy to get other places. Yeah. Okay, because that was always my thing with the Upper West Side, or just, or Upper East Side and the East Side in general. I'm like, maybe I'm biased, and I just know the subways really well on the West Side, but I'm like... How do you get anywhere from yeah. the east side? Well, but, I mean, to get from, like, my apartment to you on the Upper West Side is yeah. pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. But but it's honestly not horrible if you, like, take the subway down yeah. and then take the bus. Yeah, the bus the bus is always an option. The bus saves you. Yeah. Yeah, but that is nice. I, I know what it's like to live near a subway and you live near a subway. Yes. It's, like, so yes. nice. It's so convenient. Like, Crucial. especially depending on which location... I work at a coffee shop, like, depending on which location I work at, sometimes I can leave my apartment 25 minutes before I start my shift. Yeah. So nice. So nice. Yeah, we love that. Amazing, amazing. So do you think you want to stay on the Upper East Side, or? So me and my roommates have been talking about that. Our lease will update or renew whatever in September, Yeah. and I think I would like to stay just because I feel like I've yeah started building roots there i like really like my apartment yeah it's cheap yeah (laughs) like way too cheap for what it is and it doesn't really sound like our rent is gonna raise fingers crossed um but what does that mean it doesn't sound like it i'm like wondering if mine's going to i'm I'm so scared (laughs) so feel like they would have said something i think they would have said something also it's like very like family owned like Mm. it's like this old italian sweet grandpa who's owned the building for so long And, like, when we moved in, they said it's pretty unlikely that it would raise. Oh, wow. So yeah, stay. I, it, it doesn't sound <laughs> like it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Right? And, like, what we pay for the location is yeah. so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd stay then if I yeah, was Yeah, I definitely want to stay. Also, I don't want to go through the hell of moving again. Ugh, yeah. It's, it's, 
hiring movers right. and like paying the security deposit and like uh, yeah just looking uh, for an apartment in new york is like it's horrible hell enough, so yeah 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 tea when i, I when i got my apartment we had looked at a different unit in that same building yeah and me and my, one of my roommates were signing the papers you know whatever and we sent it in and immediately the landlord was like, sorry, someone just signed the lease. Yeah, that happened to me too. And, oh God, we were so pissed. Ugh. Like it sucked. And then um, so that funny. night he was like, hey, I actually really liked you guys and I wasn't going to mm-hmm. lease out this one apartment, but we have space for you. It's mm-hmm. a little more expensive, but are you interested? And we said yes. And he yeah. said if you can bring the deposit today, it's yours. Oh and gosh. so me and my roommate literally ran Ugh. to Chase to yeah. get a check, like ran right. across the street. <laughs> and somehow we ended up getting it. It was pure luck, I'm yeah. sure. That's like what it is half yeah. the time, I swear. Yeah, and it's just, it just so happened that the guy that gave us the apartment tour liked us. Yeah. Like, that's literally what yeah. he said. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Crazy. yeah, that's... Well, it sounds like you did good. You lucked out. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's so stressful, though. But, like, yeah, I feel like a lot of our friends have been going through it recently, and we're, like, chilling mm-hmm. in our nice apartments oh without God. stress. Yeah, like, yeah, A lot of people are having... Like, I don't pity you. <laughs> especially now, like, COVID deals are kind of fading away. Oh, yeah, they have So, been, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. T, okay. Well, so, obviously, Quincy also studied musical theater, Um, so that's like what you do, but you have some perspectives and things that I don't have. Like, for example, you could talk about your agent and how that's going. Like, I would love to hear like kind of your pros and cons and yeah, just like your experience with it. Yeah. So our senior year, we did a senior showcase and, you know, it was right during the pandemic. So it was online. Mm -hmm. Um, but I honestly, looking back on it. I think I just got lucky and you know I I am just so thankful for that I don't know that opportunity yes. and you're very I, talented you guys will see <laughs> she's very talented but I just I don't know I just like fe- still kind of feel like it isn't real because mm-hmm. I people don't always get agents from showcases like it's yeah. just it's just really luck it's lucky and yeah. I think um, you're the only one in our class who has one yeah, yeah. and You know, something I think that maybe went into that is in our showcase, since it was online, Mm -hmm. um, we drew, like, numbers, whoever, Mm -hmm. like, got to go first and last. And I was first. Uh, And I I, I was the first one. And so any, like, agent that didn't have time to watch our full, like, what was it, an hour and a half? Yeah. I I was the first one. True. So I think that really worked in my favor. And it was, like I said, we we just drew numbers. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, so my agent has been super great. Um, I actually just met him in person for the first time last week, even oh though gosh. I've been signed with him for almost a year now. I didn't know that. Um, How was that? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's super nice. He's, yeah, he he's super cool. Yeah. Um, he's been super, super helpful right now with COVID. It's kind of hard to get seen. Yeah. Um, so... He gets me a lot more auditions than I would be able to on my own. Okay. Like, currently I'm doing probably, like, two to four auditions a week. Oh, yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. last you week I think... in person or, like, online Depending. Or both. Okay. both switches. Um, last week I did, like, two different video auditions. Um, and then the week before that I had two in person. Like, it just kind of yeah. goes back and forth. Um, what theaters are comfortable with right now. Right, and right. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been a super positive experience so far. I just hope that I book something soon. Yeah, I see uh, But, yeah, no yeah. no complaints. Like, it's it's been good, and it keeps me working hard. I yeah. think it keeps me on track, you know? Because, yeah. like, I do, I do still apply for some auditions on my own, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have that like reminder yeah push definitely Mm -hmm. of like okay I have to get this video in 
by this date. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess it's, like, accountability, like, beyond yourself. Yeah, and I think, like, right out of college, I really needed that because nobody talks about how hard life is after graduation, especially life in a pandemic after graduation. And, (laughs) yeah, right? Yeah, super fun stuff. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just, it's impossible, not impossible, but, like, it's hard to get auditions without an agent. Yeah. Especially for, like, roles. Yeah. Not just, like, ensemble. Yeah. So, it's been helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And is your agent just for theater? And if if so, are you open to film, TV, voiceover? Like, what's... So, he actually submits me for everything. Uh Like, uh, live theater, film. I've done, like, one or two voiceover auditions. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, he he covers all the bases. Okay. Um, I am more so interested in live theater, and he yeah. knows that, but I would love to do film, you yeah. know, if an opportunity presented itself, like, sure, yeah. um, it would be fun, but I don't really have any experience doing it, so, right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was wondering how you felt about, like, film and TV and whatnot. Yeah, I, I yeah. prefer live theater just because yeah. I like the audience aspect, I but that, yeah. I think, you know, I'd be open to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, film is... I talked about this again when I was interviewing Emmy, but it's so, like, repetitive in the terms of, like, have you ever been on a film set? Mm-mm, yeah. No. It's, like, you should, like, do, like, background work for something because yeah. it's nice to get to see it. It's kind of, like, I'd say free look onto it, but it's not free. You get paid to do it. So yeah. it's, like, a nice way to look how it works. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of doing the same scene over and over, and you're just... Yeah. Um, I also just... I love having adrenaline. Yeah, exactly. And like with the live audience, I really get that. Yes. And I, I mean, like I said, I've never done it, so who knows? Who but knows? yeah, yeah, I just like it would be lacking. Compared. Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing for like live auditions versus self tapes. Yeah, it's like I feel like when I'm in the room, Agreed. I'm like, oh my gosh, like my heart is pumping. I'm ready to go. Like yes. I'm excited. And then when I'm at home, I'm like wearing my sweatpants under Literally. my dress, and I like uh. don't have the energy and it's all about the vibes like that's why we do live theater and it's like sucks yeah it just sucks doing self-tapes and like i was saying like the accountability it's so nice you have someone for that because like Mm -hmm. i mean maybe it's because i have something like lined up my next thing booked right now but like i've been like so like lazy about like it's hard it's super especially when you're working full time it's so hard to stay Uh motivated and like Mm -hmm. remember why you're working the full-time job right right Yeah. yeah yeah so Props, props to you. That sounds great. I'm glad it's going well with yeah, the agent for thanks. you. Thanks. Um, I'll, I'll look, I'll look into that eventually. <laughs> okay. So we kind of talked. Well, actually, we haven't talked about this yet. Like, what, in terms of how you've adjusted to living in New York, um, how how's that been? Give a little. I meant to have you start with this, but it's okay. We're only like a little over ten minutes in. Yeah. Give a little bit about like your background, where you're from. Yeah. So I'm from. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. So, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people, when they think of Oklahoma, they think like farms and horses and stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I, I did live in like a pretty populated area. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Right. But it's still a huge difference from mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. Um, but I did get the experience of going out of state for college. Yeah. Um, obviously, Utah is also very different than New York. Yeah. But I think that leaving my hometown for four years was the best decision I could have made just in terms of like growing as a person, I think. Um, And it, I think it prepared me to eventually move here. And I I always knew that I wanted to live here. So it was never really a question. Did you? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like never even really, I always knew I was going to end up here. Um, I really think that as soon as I knew what New York city was, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go there. Um, I just got chills. I know. Cute. Cutie. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I moved here in August under, and uh, I wouldn't say it was culture shock or anything. Like, yeah. I, I had visited New York plenty of times. Yeah. Um, How old were you when you first visited, you think? 14. Mm-hmm. My freshman year of high school. Nice. We went on a, like, choir and drama trip. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I had been a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt and uncle have an apartment in Chelsea. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've still not the same as living here. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's something weird is 
you can never know what it's like to live in New York until you live here. And it's so, so much different living here than it is visiting. Yes. And I think that a lot of people that don't live here think that you're on vacation or like, I don't know, like yeah. a lot of my friends and family will be like, oh, you should do this this weekend or, mm-hmm. oh, have you seen this show or have you gone to this right. place? And like, yes, obviously I would love to do those things, yeah. but also like, I'm working full time. I'm pursuing yeah. my career. Like, I, it's not just like, yeah, all. Not that it's terrible. It's yeah. amazing, but it's also not all fun and games all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's expensive. You oh, it's to so expensive. I think yeah. that was probably the biggest adjustment because cost yeah. of living in Oklahoma is literally next to nothing. Yeah. So I think yeah, yeah, I think I was prepared for rent to be expensive. Yeah. But, like, just cost of living groceries and toiletries, yeah. that still kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Seriously, a box of cereal is, like, 7 or $8. Yeah. It's it's insane. Like, I, yeah. it's... It's out of control. I That was the biggest adjustment, I would say. Yeah. Um, Did you have any, like, savings or anything or any recommendations yeah. for people to save more than you did, maybe? This is going to sound daunting, probably, yeah. but... I got it in my head senior year that I didn't want to move until I had $10,000 saved. Yeah, I've heard that. And honestly, I think it was the best decision I could have made. I worked my butt off senior year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, was in school full time, but I also was, especially second semester of senior year, I was only taking six credit hours or something like that. So I was working three or four days a week babysitting. Right. um, so that really helped. Yeah. And I also made some good money this summer. And, like, mm-hmm. it just really set me up for success. Yeah. Um, because when you move here, like we were talking about, like, yeah. the security deposit and, yeah. like, had to buy all new furniture. Right. And, like, it it adds up so quick. So it's nice to have the cushion of the savings. I think it's, it's hard, but it's important. You need it. Like, you need it. Like if you're going to pursue a career in the arts, like, yeah, you need it. Yeah. I think something (laughs) even like right now, I've been trying to focus on building my savings Yeah, because a lot of performing gigs pay Mm -hmm. less than what I make right now. Right. And if an opportunity comes up, I don't want to turn it down because I would make a few hundred dollars less. Right. You know? Right. Because I'm still building my resume and starting out, so I don't want to turn something down because I wouldn't have enough money to live on. Exactly. So that's yeah. why I still try to put money into my savings for my paycheck every week if I can. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so important. And it's like if you were doing a show or something where you're – making just about how much you're spending like obviously you can't be increasing your savings then so like you can at least hope that you can not be tapping into your savings too much yeah during that time. exactly and so that way having that 10k or whatever amount you feel is good for you established like and trying to not dip into it as much as you can but knowing it's there like in a moment where you're like I need to put my career as an artist first right now yeah absolutely you know I think something else that I should say is I was really lucky to have my parents supporting me throughout college. Um, But I did, you know, talk to my parents and like came to the decision that after college I was going to be on my own. And I am completely independent now besides like insurance, (laughs) you know, not till I'm 26. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Right. Slow down. (laughs) But um, yeah, that was important to me. I I wanted to figure it out. I wanted to hustle and like, uh, you know, to go through the struggle of, like, yeah. it's, it's an adjustment, you know? No, I feel like it's part of, yeah, like, the struggling actor life in New York. You yeah, know, you like, gotta get used to it at yeah. some point, so yeah. just... Dive in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just... yeah. no, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. I know, my parents helped me with rent in college, and I'm like, actually, if, like, you could pay my New York rent, and I could have paid my Utah rent, like... Right? God. <laughs> that would have Why been didn't fine. we think of that? <laughs> that was, like, literally half the price. It's fine, but yeah, no, that's... So do you feel like your childhood dreams, like, are feeling good? Like, do you think you want to stay in New York? Like, what's your, like... Or it's hard to say, too soon to say. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like every day I have one moment where I'm like, oh, wow, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And it really does feel like I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And it's, it's like, 
kind of surreal. And I seriously think I have a moment like that every day. Yeah. Just I'll be like walking and I'll see some cool building or something and it kind of like snaps you into reality and reminds you, oh, this is why, this is why I'm doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, It's really special. And sometimes it's hard to remember that because living in New York is hard. Yeah. But it's definitely worth it. And definitely my five-year-old self is freaking out all the time. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. I don't, I don't think like, like a lot of personalities or people could live here. Like you really have to hustle and like, it's a lot going on and kind of, it's overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. And like what you were saying about being like, you're not just a tourist when you live here. Like Mm -hmm. that's so hard because like you're paying so much money and it's like, like per day, I don't even want to think about how much I'm paying per day. Oh, but like, and like that day, I just sat at home all day and like didn't go explore. And like that makes you feel like yeah, there's not like a good, weird guilt. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I'm in the city. Why am I not yeah. getting out? But then you're like, but if I leave, I'll yeah. spend five hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's like when you live here, like yeah, you can't be going to Broadway shows every day. Right. You know, like that's not sustainable. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Even like happy hour drinks. Like, yeah. There goes, you know, yeah. cheapest, like, 20 bucks and you got one drink. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and still you're paying for the subway there and back or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I totally understand. I'm sure a lot of the listeners sympathize with that guilt of, like, how much it costs you to live here a day, but, like, not leaving your apartment sometimes, which, like, is necessary, especially yeah. in our career. Like, you need some mental health days. And, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This weekend... I have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, and that has mm. not happened in four months. Oh my gosh! I've, I have not had a full yeah, you weekend. Haven't. I haven't even had two days off in a yeah. row in a few months. Yeah. So I'm really excited to oh take gosh. some time for myself. Do you have any fun plans for it? Um, it's Easter I, on Sunday. Yeah. So it's I'm gonna be kind of alone. My roommates are both going back to their hometown for the weekend. Yeah. But I entered every single lottery I could. <laughs> so As I'm you hoping that I win at least one. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Um, We're manifesting. Yeah, that's that's the plan. <laughs> but also just chill. And yeah. Like lay yes, around. Exactly. I need to finish inventing Anna. Oh my gosh. I'm on the last too. episode. That's, that's what um, I was just saying. So yeah. <laughs> I have like a half hour left. Yeah. I need to finish it. Yeah. That's exciting exactly stuff. yeah and it's it's hard again like to be like i must finish inventing anna when you're like i have so many things i could and should be yeah, doing yeah it's like, hard to let yourself rest it kills you though yeah, yeah you need to rest i think i i work full time yeah i'm a barista full time which yeah <laughs> yeah but i also think that auditioning is kind of a full-time job too yeah so balancing the two of those yeah. you know i i work either like 7 to 3.30 or mm-hmm. 8 to 4.30 and yeah. then come home and do my hair and makeup and film something. It's yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's get into the, like your audition process. Like yeah. How you go about it, kind of, yeah, your schedule I, it. it kind of depends on, like I said, I, ha- I don't really get two days off in a row, mm-hmm. um, which makes it hard because in a perfect world, I would take one day to like film and do all that stuff and then the second day to chill and just like mm-hmm. buy groceries I don't know right um well and also you have to like upload and edit and whatever, right just... right so <laughs> recently what I've been doing is on days that I get off at three I <laughs> literally do my hair and makeup in my work bathroom after mm-hmm. I clock out mm-hmm. and then if it's a dance I walk over to the dance studio that I reserve mm-hmm. wherever um and film after work and yeah. it sucks yeah it sucks i'm day. exhausted it's so it's it's you're waking long. up early yeah it's a long day but i it is nice to like knock it all out in one day yeah. as opposed to like spending my one day off right grinding and then yeah. not actually resting right um yeah so that's it's it's hard it's not easy like yeah but you know, we're making it work. Mm-hmm. There are days where I come home from work, I get home at five and I like check my email and my agent will be like, all right, here's this audition that's due tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, literally right now is the only time I can film it. So yeah. I guess I'm going to hop in the shower. Yeah. It's, Ugh, it's a grind. It's yeah. a grind. And like, it's worth it. It's like I said, I have moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's a lot of work. Are you, do you feel like 
pretty much all of your auditions you're doing are from your agent or is it like 50 50 you find on your I would own? say 90% are from him that's awesome yeah I like try to apply for some mm-hmm. but honestly especially when they're self tapes mm-hmm. I don't really feel like they're getting watched exactly and such a struggle I, I try not to read into like the youtube views Ugh, because i know that they you. like it's so bad i mean sometimes they like download your videos you never know yeah. but it's hard not to look at them no, and of course. yeah i just sometimes i just don't really think they're getting watched it's yeah. nothing against the theater i'm sure they're getting hundreds if not thousands of yeah. submissions if it's online right so, i just wish they would close it off though right you know? me too yeah it's hard but yeah, yeah i I try to do some of my own yeah. in, like, Polar Express. <laughs> I right. also did Polar Express, yes. like Natalie. But I did that by myself. I uh, right. decided to audition and do that without – yeah. Yeah. Do you have to pay your agent then, or how does that work? If I get the audition not through him, no. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. Because I, I had an agent in high school, and I'm pretty sure I had to pay them, like – for anything I booked, even hmm. if it wasn't through them. So that's, like, really nice. Yeah, no, it's only if he books me a job or uh-huh. if he, what's the word, like, negotiates pay uh, okay. or, like, housing or travel. Okay. Um, If he does that, then I give him, I think it's 10%, yeah, 10, yeah. 15, something like that. I honestly should should know no, that. Um, if it hasn't come up, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, if he doesn't, then it's all me. Do you feel like the ones he's sending you are mostly theater or mostly film or kind of mixed? Um, mostly theater. I think mm-hmm. he like knows that that's mostly what I prefer. But yeah. there's there's film here and here and there. Yeah, is it mostly like tours? Like I would say it's mostly tours yeah. right now. Um, some regional stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot. Of children's show tours. Yeah. Which honestly makes sense for me. I'm not it mad does. about it. It does. <laughs> but those are always like fun and silly to yeah. go to. Um, yeah. And Polar was like children. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's yeah, yeah, it's fun. And I like kids. So like yeah. it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say mostly tours and regional. Yeah. Yeah. So your audition setup, like how, how does that work? Like your self-tape setup, do you yeah. have it? You have, like, a screen? Like, what? give us the rundown. Yeah, so for a while, I just used my white wall. um, And I didn't even have a ring light when Mm -hmm. I moved to New York because I left it in Utah like a (laughs) (laughs) dum-dum. But I recently, you know, just sucked it up and bought the stupid blue background that every musical theater girl uses. (laughs) But seriously, it changes the game. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. And I got a ring light. Um, my ring light's kind of stupid because it's not on a tripod. It's just mm. like short. Just, so I have. Yeah. To, I still have to do the thing where you like stack up stack books it. and like stack <laughs> up this like basket. Yeah. Um, but it's it does the job. And it looks good. Um, yeah. It looks yeah. It looks really nice. The blue background that I have, I just got it off Amazon for like eighty bucks. Yeah. So it was not cheap. Yeah. But um, if you want to send me the link, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So people can buy it. It's yeah. super. It's super nice. It's blue mm. on one side and green on the other, but I don't use the green yeah. screen. Um, but it's there. But yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to have. Yeah, and then it, when you're singing, how do you record the audio? Do you just like honestly play it from a speaker? I play it from my laptop and yeah. use my phone's yeah. microphone because yeah. I don't want to buy a microphone. It's yeah. expensive. Yeah. My roommate has this little tiny microphone that plugs into your like phone? charging mm-hmm. phone, like the charger on your phone. Yeah. Um, and I have used that like one time for some voiceover thing mm-hmm. and it actually works pretty well. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I should get one of those, but yeah, like I said, it's just expensive. I, and like, it's whatever. The phone microphone's yeah. good enough. It's another step. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, so I feel like you're one of the people I know who's like such a true triple threat, which is something I've always Thanks. said about you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, do you like, how do you feel? But do you feel like you have a preference of singing, acting, dancing? Do you feel like there's one that stands out to you? Like, I yeah. don't, don't truly think like I may be good. I don't know. Like, I'm just one. And it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't have to pick. I'm just curious. No. Yeah, it's a fun that. question. I, I think. I said this to someone not that long ago. I don't remember who, but 
I think singing comes the most natural to me. Yeah. Um, it brings me a lot of happiness, too. Yeah. And I just, like, love making music. Like, yeah. singing and working through the technique yeah. of yeah. vocalizing. But... I, I feel like I have to work harder for dance, but yeah. I love dancing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, dancing doesn't necessarily come naturally to me. I've yeah. worked my butt off yeah. to, you know, get, where you get better. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, when I was auditioning for colleges back when I was 18, mm-hmm. something I really wanted in a program was a place where I could become a better dancer yeah because that's where I felt I was lacking Mm -hmm. and Utah gave me that like I we danced every single day and like I my dancing improved so much in college and it like it really it really did um do you feel like (laughs) and we'll get more into this you might have any like sort of trauma from our dance program and maybe that's why it's less fun than singing because I may or may not definitely feel that way yeah (laughs) um how do I put this I you know there's no hard feelings but like our program with being such a heavy dance program you know we there was a time where I was dancing like six hours a day maybe more Mm -hmm. um there's just such a pressure to keep a specific body and Mm -hmm. I think that that goes for a lot of dance programs or like just dance in general Mm -hmm. dance class and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um got some harsh feedback about that and it's not fun it's not fun and it's not acceptable i i don't know i i just anybody can dance Mm -hmm. and there just shouldn't talking about this is my thing yeah making a comment on how someone's body looks Mm -hmm. is just not i just don't think there's Mm -hmm. an excuse Mm -hmm. i you i literally can't think of a reason why you would need to do that um obviously when you're dancing you're moving your body and so like Mm -hmm. the way that you move you can comment on but the way that someone's body looks there's no there's no reason to comment on it they especially if it's something that you can't change right away I think there's like that five minute rule of like if it's not something that you can change within five minutes then Mm. don't comment on it like if it was like oh, Quincy, you have a flyaway in your hair, like, you should put hairspray in. Okay, fine. But Uh if it's like, oh, this is always the thing, after Thanksgiving, your dance teacher's like, oh, I can see your turkey showing. Like, just, even if it's a joke, it's it's just not, it's not funny, and it's not cute. Like, it's just... It's just hurtful and not productive. (laughs) It's, for anyone, it's hurtful. And I just, it's just not... It's not acceptable. Especially and in front of the whole class, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or just, yeah. I And, like, we dealt with school being online for the majority of our junior and yeah. senior year. Um, so I found that I would get comments through, like, emails or, like, mm. whatever, canvas, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I don't really know if people would have said that to my face. Yeah. And... It's, I, it's hurtful, you know, and yeah. I definitely have been working through that. And I do try to take some dance classes here in the city. It's expensive, but I take mm. some classes at BDC. And mm. luckily, my experience has been really positive. And that's good. Um, yeah. And like the thing that's hard is my dance experience at the U was not all bad. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, yeah. I learned a lot. Right. And really, really grew as a dancer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those those comments will stick with you. Yeah. And even if it was two years ago that I got oh, yeah. that stupid canvas message, mm-hmm. um, it's still, yeah, it definitely still sticks with me some days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess that kind of brings up, like, even outside of dance, just in our industry as a whole, like, the body shaming issues and just like 
Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard that five-minute thing. I really like that. Yeah, it's really mm. nice. Yeah, it's just like like if you had, like, spinach in your teeth, yeah. obviously that's something that you could fix right away. Right. But if you're commenting on the way that someone mm-hmm. looks, actually, there's just – there's no yeah. – I, I seriously cannot think of a reason to need to do that. Yeah. It's completely inappropriate, especially in an educational setting. Yeah. Um, it's just comparing – bodies Mm -hmm. too like I I remember I don't know we just like comparing two students Mm -hmm. next to each other is just not Mm. not everyone's different and I think that's the beauty of theater is that everyone everyone has a different thing to bring to the table so there's no no need for people to compare in that way yeah based on the way you look it's not fair (laughs) yeah because you can't change it yeah seriously I know um do you feel like the industry is like moving forward with any of that or do you think in some ways saying they are yeah I I would say in some ways I think a lot of it is performative yeah um but I would I would like to think that you know, a plus size person could be the love interest in a musical. Right. God. Um, I don't know. I, I think a lot of things have or are moving. I think a lot of things are moving forward, but it's taking time Yeah. and there's pushback. People don't like change. So I don't know. Yeah. Who's to say? I don't. I don't know either. Yeah. Just so opinion. yeah, I feel. I do feel like a lot of it could be performative, but there's some. I don't know. It's kind of been like similar with like like casting more BIPOC actors yeah. and that type of thing, which I have seen like a big like upswing in casting calls for that. Right. But yeah, I haven't really seen like plus size ingenue type thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Thank you for opening yeah. up about that. I'm sure a lot of the listeners can like relate to all of that and like. Also, they're going to, like, I'll post a picture of you on the Instagram. They'll see you, like, you're a beautiful, like, healthy girl. Like, Thank you. <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous that, like, someone like you feels that way. But it's, like, also ridiculous because it's probably so common. Yeah, it just goes, <laughs> it just goes to show you. Like, yeah. it, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, you brought up your job at the coffee shop. <laughs> um, Quincy is a real, you know, again, like we talked about with Emmy, my whole premise for this show is having these artists um, talk about their lives living in New York and hustling and all the things, which Quincy is also doing a great job of. So tell us a little bit about, like, yeah, your side hustles and how you balance everything. And Yeah. 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 So funny enough, um, two days, I think, after I moved to New York, I was in search of a job. Mm-hmm. And my roommate's friend worked at this coffee shop and told us that there was going to be an open interview and I seriously almost didn't go I was like oh I I just like I'm tired today um but I ended up going and it's a really great company um Mm -hmm. the management is just really down to earth and kind and I Mm -hmm. feel like they genuinely care um, which is nice. It's rare, yeah. especially for a service job. It's rare. Totally um, can attest to that. Yeah. So I could tell right away and I got a call that night that I had gotten an offer. Yeah. Um, so I took it, you know, I was two days into the city. I was really yeah. lucky. Um, Crazy. and at first it, you know, I had only ever worked one other service job. So it was kind of you know, and it's different in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your other service job? I was a waiter. Mm. Yeah. But this, I mean, barista is different than serving. So yeah. it's, it's the same, but not. Um, yeah. But yeah. So the hours are tough. I Today was there at 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that means leaving my apartment at like 5.45, right. 6 o'clock. Right. It's tough. It's yeah. pitch dark outside when I leave. Yeah. Um, but that also means my evenings are free. Right. Which was really awesome. Yeah. Why I thought about working at a coffee shop in the first place. Because right. a lot of coffee shops don't stay open past like four or five. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice. Yeah. I remember when we were in college, we 
took some like masterclass or talk back or something with mm-hmm. someone. I don't even remember really who it was, yeah. but they talked about survival jobs. Right. And I remember her saying a survival job should bring you two out of three things. Um, it should bring you happiness or money or flexibility. Mm. And that like stuck with me so much. Good advice. Um, and luckily my coffee shop job in most ways has brought me all three. Yeah. And she like talked about how it was a rarity to find those, but they do exist. Yeah. And I just really got lucky. Yeah. Um, you know, working in a coffee shop, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's just a serve. Like, I'm yeah. just, there are days where it like doesn't bring me the most happiness. But as a whole, it does. You know, yeah. meeting customers and actually Jesse Tyler Ferguson is one of my regulars yeah. from Modern Family and he's Crazy. in Take Me Out right now. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, meeting people from New York and, like, yeah. tourists and, like, just meeting people from all over. And mm. I really like my coworkers. Like I said, I love my managers and stuff. Mm. So it's been good. And it pays way too much for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah, yeah that's insane. It, it does pay a lot. Like, that's, that's how much I'm making for, like, my temp agency job. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I had no coffee experience. And like I said, I had only served once before for like three months. Yeah. So they were, I think they were mostly just looking for like fun people to work with. Um, Yeah. Oh, and like I said, all of my coworkers are awesome. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Quincy is one of my only friends whose survival job, quote unquote, that I like would like apply for and like want like if you do i'll get i'll get a referral bonus so hit me up (laughs) yeah um well maybe when i'm back from the summer honestly we'll see um love love my jobs i have now though if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) i do um but yeah like you that's so that's such a good point the happiness money and flexibility like i i forgot about that but that's like so true and yeah it really stuck with me i don't know i think flexibility is something to talk about because yeah. you know if you have an audition that comes up and you're scheduled to work yeah if you have understanding mm-hmm. co-workers or management that's ideal yeah. because you you're not working your survival job because that's your career right. you're working it to make money so you can do your career right and yes. so like having flexibility is so important because and I don't know, I think there's something to say about like being a hard worker when you go into your job and like yeah. being easy to work with even though it's a coffee shop. Like yeah. so that your managers, when you do get that audition or call back, yeah. they want you to go. Right. And Ugh. it's it's hard to find. It's yeah. it's not easy, but it's it's important and like it's possible to find jobs like that. So how um, does that work like logistically? Like if you got a call back last minute. Yeah, so that actually that happened a couple weeks ago. I was scheduled to work on a Saturday mm-hmm. and I got an email on Thursday night asking me to come to a callback on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and the callback was like a dance call. So I didn't really know how long it was going to take. Yeah. Like, you know, it could have been 30 minutes, could have been two hours. Like yeah. you never know. And also that you have to like get there and get right. ready and like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So honestly, what I did, I just texted my boss and was honest told him hey I got a call back and I would really like to go is there any way that I could get my shift covered or I could still come in but just leave early and we worked it out so that I would come in from seven to noon and my audition or callback was at two Mm -hmm. so I had from 12 to 2 to do my hair makeup Mm -hmm. get into my dance outfit go to Ripley stretch Mm -hmm. and do the dance call Um, so it was it was tight but it he made it work he was he was super understanding and like it's so sweet these Mm -hmm. people who have like no idea about theater like I come back the next day and they're like oh my gosh how was your callback like tell us everything like (laughs) did are you on Broadway now (laughs) it's they're really they're really sweet so that's super nice yeah that is nice oh that's great yeah no that's it's like my jobs are also pretty flexible which is nice but I'm always still like afraid about 
I don't know. Like when it does come up, you're like, I have to. Yeah, leave. it. I always. I mean, even though they are understanding, I definitely yeah. get stressed out. I'm like, oh god, yeah. what are they gonna say? Am I gonna get fired? Yeah, like, yeah. Are they gonna be mad at me? Yeah. There's everyone gets like that. You yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Did you enjoy your? So Quincy did Polar Express, but she did it yeah. in Oklahoma, um, and I did it in New York. So it's very funny that we both did it just yeah. not the same place did you enjoy it do you think you would do it again yeah we were, we were talking we about were, this yeah the other night, I, I am trying to like figure out if I I loved it I would do it again in a heartbeat but yeah. it's just kind of a matter of like if I would do it in New York or Oklahoma you know my whole family is in Oklahoma so yeah it's super nice to be home for the holidays and just like stay with my mom yeah um but also, it would be really nice to be in New York during the holidays. Yeah. And yeah, I don't really know. We'll we'll see what happens. But I had such a good experience. Yeah. Um, I actually got COVID <laughs> yeah. uh, the day after we opened. I tested positive. So that kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we got back in it. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah. And also, I have three baby nephews and the older two got to come on the train, yeah. which was seriously the most magical experience. Aww. I It was one of the best days ever. It I'm was sure. so sweet. And my oldest uh. nephew, he's just turned three. He was so happy when he yeah. saw Santa that he cried. Uh, so Are you sweet. kidding? It so literally sweet. melts my heart. That's like, <laughs> so and that's like why we do what we do. I know. You know? Yeah. Especially like, yeah. It was just really magical to see how real it was to the kids. Yeah. And, like, you are changing their lives. Yeah. It's silly. Like, I know it's a silly yeah. little Polar Express story, yeah. but seriously, no, it's really. so, so sweet. It makes their year. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So another thing that we can talk about that I couldn't with Emmy is, obviously, again, we both went to the U. I know I, like, liked the fact that it was, like, a fun, big university, like, within, like, a BFA, like, within that. Yeah. Did you also like that? And, like, how did you, like, find, like, balancing yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I think it was best case scenario for me because I, yeah. when I was 18, I definitely wasn't ready for, like, New York or, like, a full-on conservatory program. Yeah. But we got the conservatory within yeah. the big school. Right. exactly. And I think that kind of was the best case scenario for where I was at when I was 18. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it kind of gave us the best of both worlds. Yeah. And looking back now, do you think that was like, like, are you happy with that decision? Like, yeah, I mean, there were some hardships at my time in Utah, but yeah, overall <laughs> it was, it was the best decision for me. Um, I, agree I auditioned for who knows how many schools and it ended up being a choice between one that was five minutes away from my hometown or going to Utah and I knew that I wanted to be out of state and I visited the program and liked it and um it it worked out and like I met some awesome people like you but like I seriously like the (laughs) friends that we made in college it it made it worth it and um Made some great connections, yeah. and yeah, I'm I'm thankful for our yeah. time in Utah. It yeah. while it had its ups and downs, of course. especially towards the end. You know, pandemic. pandemic what can you do? Yeah, um, ruining our senior year. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of our memories are really good. Yeah, I agree. I was. That's funny. I was also between Utah and a place really close to home. Really, it was like an hour from home, but still. Yeah, yeah. Hour drive versus five-hour flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I also like really liked the fact that it was like the fun big school with the conservatory in it, and yeah, you you also did Greek life for a time, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and also I think that's another thing. Like yeah, at the time when I was eighteen and going through recruitment. Mm-hmm. It really served me. Yeah. And, you know, by the time I was a junior, I was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me anymore. Yeah. But at the time, it was perfect. It was nice and I, yeah. I really looked forward to it going into college and, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that I did it because I wanted to and yeah. happy that I left when I needed to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Served its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I think that that's all I had to ask you. Um, Amazing. I would love for you to, you know, plug your plug yourself your social media whatever <laughs> okay. your website 
Yeah. So my Instagram is Quintrest. Q-U-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T. Yes. Yes. And, I'll, and, <laughs> and then I'll put it in the show notes. my website, if you want to watch yeah. me sing or whatever, yeah. <laughs> it's QuincyLawson.com. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And again, I'll have that all in the show notes so you can check her out. She's pretty cool. Like I Thanks. said, triple threat over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. This was so yeah, fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I, I feel like I'm famous now, Natalie. Oh my gosh, you are. <laughs> yes, everyone, hype her up. Um, make her feel the love. Yes, okay. Thanks. Thanks, bye. That was so fun. I hope you all enjoyed and learned something from Quincy and Mai's conversation. Um, she's so great. I really appreciate her coming on and sharing her story with us and her journey so far in New York. It really has just begun and yeah, I'm excited to see where it leads her. As always, like I said earlier, be sure to rate and review the podcast, subscribe, all the things. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And you can follow the podcast Instagram at NNY podcast that is the instagram handle nny podcast and then the gmail if you have any emails you want to question concerns whatever inquiries that is nny podcast at gmail.com nny podcast at gmail.com yeah thank you all so much for listening and i'll catch you in two weeks bye